Welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Ross. Hi, Tom. And Joey. Hi. And Mike. Hey, Tom. You know, today I, 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 I was actually just thinking about this last night, this idea of, of the body as a thinking tool. And so I'm going to ask you to kind of play with me a little bit with this idea. Okay. And see what we can come up with. Uh, and specifically, I'm thinking of uh, the body as a thinking tool in terms of math. Not, I don't want to get too deep into um, all the learning that goes on, but I think we forget that children are always learning no matter what they're doing. Mm -hmm. uh, so if we take some, take some instances where children are learning or doing actually doing math with their body, um, I think it, hopefully it'll be an interesting discussion. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's embedded deeply and naturally uh, from a very early age. And I think the, just the idea that the body is a teaching tool, that's, that's infancy. I mean, that we can't flashcard babies and say, all right, here's a cow, here's a, you know, they're learning No, you through... play Baby Einstein. Baby Einstein, See, that's right. That, no, that's... no, episode over. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that, you know, we know that babies have to put things in their mouth. They're touching, they're crawling, they're seeing, they're hearing, they're smelling, they're tasting. Their body is the main tool for learning. And then, well, and I like Tom's Tom's word thinking, like uh, you, right. you know the that yeah. Anyway, just it's a, well because it yeah. is because it's we we forget that yeah that there the motor connection is what then starts right. wiring the brain. Right, right. Like thinking is actually taking some sort of stimulus, whether it's visual, auditory, taste, whatever, processing it in the brain. It's if it was just the brain by itself. We wouldn't know anything. It, so it, right. it has to involve something yeah. right. in the body. Exactly. I mean, you could say it's the interface or whatever right. Right. for thinking. Well, Tom, I'm thinking about your math idea. And, Ross, you just brought up, like, babies. And, and I'm thinking about, like, toddlers. And I'm thinking quantity with math. And I'm thinking of the kid who's starting to pick everything up and hold it. Yeah, and then yeah. they get to the place where they don't have another hand or they don't have enough space, no space. in their arms and things are falling out. But they want to hold all of it. And, I mean, you have a couple math ideas there. You have like quantity right you know start with one mm -hmm. and now i have more and so like mm -hmm. you know that but also then you, you kind like of have volume a, too volume, like, but you also have a set so like yeah. i was carrying all of them and then that one just slipped out yeah. so now my set of uh, is different you know right. and mm -hmm. just sort of like no no i needed you know whatever yeah. all the dolls or right. whatever it might yeah. be and oh but wait i have all the dolls except the one that's on the floor you know i mean you know that's kind of set theory uh, anyway so like right just a simple thing like that yeah you've got math and Ross made me think of, I, I have some other examples, but, you know, I didn't think in terms of an infant, yeah. but I have a video of a baby on the floor in my classroom who wants to reach something. Mm -hmm. So they're actually, they're actually starting to measure distance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How do I get that? And the, the whole yeah. body is moving towards that yeah. object. Yep. Right. Because there's a point where that child realizes that this is out of my grasp. And then that's that's measurement. And I want that's, it. Can I? How do right. I get it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was thinking on a more biological level of math. <laughs> well, and the, the science, like said, Joy's touching, but holding the set, and I was thinking saturation levels. Uh -huh. uh, you know, from <laughs> back from ninth grade science class. But um, also, I mean, we rhythm is connected uh -huh. to music, but we have rhythm embedded in us before uh -huh. we come to the physical world. Depending, well, we're not going to jump into that. <laughs> yeah. when, when does life start? <laughs> Point being that when the heart starts beating, there's a natural rhythm that has to maintain. 
so whether we we feel that or aware of it or not, we know we have that. When children start walking and they're just figuring out, it's very, uh, it's not rhythmic at all. But then you start to see we all have a rhythmic pace to walking and to running. Otherwise, you're going to stumble, you're going to fall. So there's math embedded in our movement mm-hmm. from very Great. early on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Think about think about when a child's building something. Mm-hmm. He's actually he's actually measuring it compared to his body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How high can I can I build higher than that? Can I build higher than? I mean, that's that's actually a, a form of measurement mm-hmm. using right. their body. Right. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. just well, that, so ahead. many different. The measurement one just seems like so so many different ways because you know like where do kind of the uh, uh, you know you had reaching the baby reaching out and oh, I'm not there yet. I need to get closer or whatever it might be. But there's also just you know where do where do I fit? You know all the examples of kids. You right, know, trying to go under a table and hitting their head. Mm-hmm, or can I sit in this trash can or fit inside <laughs> this box or you know? Those yeah, can I fit of, between these two kids? Like there's a little space yeah, there. Right. I'm going to sit between them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I just think that the very first unit of measurement is your is yourself. I mean, yeah. yes, then eventually they're holding the container and they're filling it and it's spilling yeah. over and those kinds of things. But I think their own body is the first well, it, thing they measure with. Yeah. And it's interesting to me thinking about that when we look at infants in a way like, you know, math, because math is so many things or in yeah. many countries, maths, you know, <laughs> that mm-hmm. there's spatial relations, there's number, there's measure. But I feel like at some point they're all the same. Right. And they slowly expand because, oh, now I want to put numbers to this measurement or now I want to, but at first it's just like, like you said, when they're holding everything, it's like all the stuff there's all <laughs> and something fell. And now I'm going right. to give a, the word one to that right. thing. Cause math is really just a language that we right. use to describe. Yeah. So it's things, just interesting so, how it like, yeah. just like all of learning. It's like, at first it's like, they're all, it's all one thing. Just like, where do I start and stop? Like the child isn't going to reach for something if they think, that thing is part of me, you know, like it's first they have to differentiate what's Mm -hmm. the world and what's me. And now I have to start reaching for the things because it's not part of me. And um, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like it just, it's interesting the way, like as adults, we think of so many different types of things as being math. Mm -hmm. Even the idea of like, you know, algebra and and, um, trigonometry trigonometry and all that. But to a toddler, it's kind of everything is, it's all more one thing, I guess, and the, it's like you have to branch out and get more abstract to start to. But you have to create start, these different. You maps. have to start with the concrete, and the concrete yes. is your body. Yeah, right. yeah. I have another example yeah. with my grandson just the other day. Um, <clears throat> I was asking for help, and we were bringing um, bottles downstairs, uh, and he had a box, and he started to put them on one side of the box. And then he tried to lift it, and it was, you know, yeah, it yeah. was it was off balance. And he said, oh, "I have an idea," and so he distributed mm-hmm. the bottles yeah. in the box, so mm-hmm. there right. there was yeah. this kind of evenness in weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. it was, and then he could carry it down. And I thought, where does that come from? That's kind of an embodied knowledge, but it is actually math. It's this, right? It's almost it's like balancing an equation, if you will, too. Balancing an equation or those balancing bars, you know. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> but he's got he's embodied it right there yeah. in the real world. Yeah. And for him it had to be between his two arms. Right? That each arm was using a different amount mm-hmm. of resistance yeah. to keep it lifting. Like that yeah. doesn't feel good. Because right. you know, if it was a if you put that on the floor of a truck it wouldn't matter if it's distributed evenly. Right. Like it's just going to hold it. But when yeah. you're using individual muscles, it's yep, suddenly yeah. like, 
oh, there's there's a difference here. I need to make a change because mm-hmm. you know. So it it starts from the how the body's reacting, and then the brain has to interact, like yeah. figure out what to well, change. And it's it's all that as you were saying, Tom. The the it's making the abstract very concrete. Mm-hmm. No, and the concrete. You're the concrete's first. Yeah, so yeah. we're, and we're then, taking the abstract. And you can't have the abstract until you've got the concrete. Exactly, and I think a lot of us in the adult world see math as the abstract, because right. that's really all we... It's it's equations, it's numbers, right. but even addition and subtraction, the, the, the base levels of equations from later math have to start with physical materials and doing... So you need to understand one-to-one correspondence in order to do addition. Because if you, when you have the child who looks at the the row of blocks and just goes one, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, ten, and there's six of them there, you go, hold on, let's touch one and yeah. get one, and we can. So helping them yes. realize that each one of these parts make the set, the part-to-whole relationship, to be able to do this. But I think there's that idea that we we again think it's got to be toys and manipulatives and things. Well, also just the going back again earlier on we're singing to children we're playing music and that is all math you know when we really break it down to how the the spatial understanding and patterns i mean all of it i mean you there's there's the rhythm of what's going on and again that goes back to i think how we've started i'm also thinking about we don't start doing flashcards with children what do we have them use to start counting you hold out your hand you go one two and you count fingers right. which is them and then they can start to go that i mean so they always have their manipulatives in on <laughs> right, their person right. because it's their hands that's their earliest you know where they often start counting and using that i mean yes of course toys blocks sure. stuffed animals sure. dolls and all kinds of things but it, their body is mm-hmm. that needs to be engaged in order to make the connection to right. their brain so I, I think it like what you're saying now i think is a good time to address because i have a feeling we're all thinking like the idea is not to then here start. You can now learn. I'm going to teach you math now. Start counting these or start. Right. You know, it's that idea that kids have real world problems just by interacting with right. the world, materials or just their body. And and it's it's and much developing more, math that way. And it's much more than counting in numbers. Yes. For instance, um, a child riding a tricycle or a bicycle, and he wants to go straight. Right. I mean, just the just the. Uh, the whole thing of him going straight is kind of ge- is a yeah. kind of a geometry, right. but then he wants to turn, and what happens when I turn? Right, right, and yeah, and the, and the force, and well, no, and again, I go back. Force to is another is a really good one because, and it really does involve the body. Mm-hmm. So if I'm yeah. pushing against Mike, yeah, I mean I'm learning force, right? right? And if he's pushing back, I'm I'm there's a reciprocal kind of math going right. on. Right, right. And math is just a, again, it's just a language and it's just a set of symbols to describe things that happen in the world and that's how they feel them in their body. We mm-hmm. to go back to your one-to-one correspondence, which, yes, is like a linchpin to understand, to being able to use numbers. Right. You know, think about the kids um, uh, setting the table for snack yeah. and the kids who just kind of randomly put cups on the table and the kids who, oh, that one chair will have one kid in it, and that one kid will need one cup, and they will need yep. one napkin. And, you know, partly it's just a way I can tell where their development's at, but it's yep. through that through that understanding yep. of how things are in, yeah. in the world. Right. Or, well, where's mine, right, if you're passing something out? Again, yep. one-to-one. And like, yeah, and I think one that example, I just think it's important then that you let them set it out the way they understand it. Sure. And then have the other kids kind of like, wait, I don't have a cup. 
And it's that problem solving where the yeah. child can start to put the abstract to the right. thick. Oh, wait. Now there's a person there, and I can see they don't have a cup. I didn't get it when right. it was just a or chair. Or they get upset when I'm at the door. I do a lot of counting of the children. That's sure, one of the yeah. main counting, you know. Yeah. And if I just kind of in the air do my counting, you know, with my... Yeah, I still have to use my finger, I'll yep. be honest. You know, I have to kind of... I, yep. still, I still have to physically, you yeah. know, let, uh, account for who's there. But yeah, you didn't get me, you know, and so then if I touch heads, they're much happier because I know I counted them. But then, you know, there's the... Uh, but I'm three. If yeah, I, if I was just going to say, yeah. You know, yeah. like if they're number six, no, but I'm three. You know, so there's... Right, not understanding right. the number how, concept. Yeah. This number can mean so many different things. Right, right. You know, it can be how, right. how old I am. It can be how heavy I... You know, they stand on a scale and tell me they're three. You know, yeah. so again, they have to understand through their own uh, right. mediation with the right. world. Right. So, well, so again, I yeah. want to expand yeah. our thinking about the body as a thinking tool not just numbers no i know it's a, it's like well, it's, this force uh -huh. um it's size it's comparison it's r right oh. right right think think in terms of rough and tumble where kids are actually engaged physically with each other there's a lot of math going on there right mm -hmm. um there's resistance there's uh and how much resistance and they're learning all these things through their body mm -hmm. and there's predicting if i R lean this way am i going to actually land on you or am i going to miss slightly right. or, or yeah like oops that's not my hand wasn't supposed to hit your head that wasn't what i thought was going to happen mm -hmm. there and, you know. and if i'm pushing this friend they I only have to push this hard, you know, and they'll fall over. And if I do that to this person, they're not even going to move. They're going to notice me right. or whatever. They start to notice. Right. So there's a lot the of control, sure. yeah. mm -hmm. like physical control they need to do as they're figuring it out, which also means, of course, there'll be times when they push too hard for the one right. kid. Or I remember one, these two kids or three kids wrestling and one of the kids was uh, sort of the leader, I guess, in this play, you know, and he told the other kid like, no. Don't push, uh, let's say Henry, you know, don't push Henry that hard. He doesn't like to fall on the ground. So with Henry, you just push him like this, and he sort of demonstrated to that child. And so that child had to feel it uh -huh. and then turn to the other kid and do it that much. But then, you know, then the kid was very clear. But, oh, when you're pushing me, no, I want to fall. Like, you got to push me a lot harder than that. Mm -hmm. And it's just that thing. So, I mean, you know, then we can get into how it relates to everything else, self-regulation and all that. But... What you're talking about, even the force of a tricycle, it does involve, oh, this arm has to push out, this arm is pulling in. Like there's there's coordination and, and um, sort of regulating the body mm -hmm. to do these math concepts too. Mm -hmm. And so I, maybe that's oh, your point. Yeah. I, mean, I think yeah. I'm coming to this, right? They're feeling it inside how they have to control their body and that's how they're understanding math. Right. Is that okay? And now I finally get it. It only <laughs> took me fifteen minutes. Yep. Okay, let's let's wrap this up and let's continue this discussion next week. Okay. Sounds, sounds good. Sounds good. Good. So, thanks. so thanks. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.